Ladies and gentlemen, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the worst professional wrestlers of all time. Well, maybe since 1990. Because of all time, you have to go way back. And there was a lot of horrible wrestlers throughout the last freaking 132 year plus years. <clears throat> but tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go through the worst professional wrestlers of all time. Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. <clears throat> the most boring professional wrestlers of all time. And we're going to go through the list. I got like five or six of them, if I could think of them. But one off the top of my head, Steve Blackman. I think I said this before and I'll say it again. Steve Blackman is absolutely fucking boring. There's nothing interesting about him. Uh, he may be a... People might might like to work with him in the ring. I don't know because I've never been in the ring before. But I could tell you from a fan's point of view, this is the most boring fucking person I've ever seen. Watching him in the ring, like... Remember that time Jeff Hardy was watching Paint Dry? I believe it was Jeff Hardy. And he was watching Paint Dry because he had better shit to do than to listen to somebody else's fucking promo. That's literally how it feels. <clears throat> the coin of phrase from a popular YouTube channel, Steve motherfucking Blackman. Yeah, he's horrible. I'm sorry. I've never freaking thought Steve Blackman was entertaining whatsoever. Now, that brings me to my next freaking person. And folks, if you're expecting Repo Man to be on this countdown, he is not. I love me some Repo Man. I just thought Repo Man was entertaining. I do. And I'm not saying that because other podcasts and YouTube channels actually freaking, you know, tolerate Repo Man. I'm saying that because as a little kid, even till now, I always loved the Repo Man. Duke the Dumpster Drossy. I loved Duke the, Duke the Dumpster Drossy. Have you ever seen Duke Drossy's freaking impressions of Vince McMahon and Diesel and... The man was phenomenal, man. He had character. I think if he would have came back as Duke Drossy instead of the dumpster and just regular Duke Drossy, they could have just left him with the freaking name, with the nickname the dumpster, and just switched his attire up. Because remember, the Undertaker was the Undertaker, but how many times did he change his character? Well, his luck. Let me rephrase that. So I think Duke the Dumpster Drossy was heavily a missed opportunity. Who doesn't love the Repo Man? So if you're expecting Duke Josie or the Repo Man to be on this, uh, not happening. But now that we're on the topic of Mr. Cheesehead, Steve Blackman, let's move on to Al Snow. I think, in my opinion, as horrible as the new rockers were, Marty Jannetty and Leaf Cassidy, and it was fucking horrible. It was a ripoff. Of the Rockers, it was a parody of the Rockers, which, side note, in my opinion, that, that is what WWE, or excuse me, WWF at the time, should have done with Razor Ramon and Diesel when they brought him back to the WWF, and it ended up being Glenn Jacobs and freaking Rick, what's his name, rest his soul, and that's real talk, I mean, the guy got, he got stuck with a great gimmick, but the problem is it was somebody else's gimmick. You know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't work like that. Unfortunately. 
but that's literally what, in my opinion, like how they would have pulled off Diesel and Razor Ramon, have them come out, it was Diesel and Razor Ramon, ooh, and then the following week do the same thing. Now fans are about to switch the channel. Now fans are pissed. Now fans are booing and throwing garbage in the stands. Then you bring out the APA. Well, I don't think APA was around at the time. But regardless, you bring out somebody and just whip their fucking ass every day, week in and week out. No offense to Kane, but you're putting over a gimmick here. Back to what I was saying, though. <clears throat> Leaf Cassidy was more entertaining, in my opinion... Because he was part of a tag team with Marty Jannetty. So it was the New Rockers. And I honestly found that more entertaining than Al Snow. Like the head gimmick was funny. But after about like two months. It's like this shit is corny bro. This dude's gonna get beat up. Like who is Al Snow gonna face? Let me guess. Hardcore Holly. You know what I'm saying? Freaking Too Cold Scorpio. Which Too Cold Scorpio freaking deserves to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. Or any Hall of Fame for that matter. But when you're talking on, like, a WWF attitude ever level, you're facing Hardcore Holly. You're facing Flash Funk. You know what I'm saying? You're, safe, you're facing Steve Blackman. Now you're tagging with Steve Blackman. I'm sorry. I was never a fan of Al Snow in WWE. Leaf Cassidy was okay. It, it, it was horrible, but I think Leaf Cassidy was more tolerable than Al Snow was, in my opinion. So that's... Two down and three to go, folks. Somebody else who's never freaking tickled my fancy in the world of professional wrestling and I thought it was just quite boring and it's like, why the fuck is this guy here? Scotty Riggs. And that's the guy's honest truth. When he was a jobber in WWF, he did his thing because he was a jobber. I believe Scotty Riggs was a jobber in WWF. Or maybe I'm thinking about freaking Jim Powers. <laughs> Whatever the case is, though, folks. When Scotty Riggs was in WWE, and he was part of the American Males. Okay, I could deal with that. Then he went to the flock, and I'm like, well, where's your career going? Because the flock already has, like, fucking four other people, five other people, whatever the case. So Scotty Riggs' career went nowhere, but yet he's kept popping up and I'm like why the fuck does this guy keep wrestling you know what I'm saying like to me that's number three Al Snow well first was freaking Steve Blackman which would have been number one in my opinion if I actually had a legit no, in, a, in a particular order number one would have definitely been Steve Blackman I just like I'm sorry he could wrestle Bret Hart and people would still change the channel Number two was Al Snow, who's just completely boring. Number three was Scotty Riggs. What the fuck? All right, let's keep going. The Barbarian. I think, and this is my opinion, the Barbarian and the Berserker will be number four and five. So those are my top five picks of the most boring freaking wrestler and what's crazy is uh the berserker himself if you ever go on youtube and uh or on peacock whatever but most likely youtube you'll find it there and actually look up the berserker's debut match what a great match that was i mean he was put the jobber was putting him over and it was a squash match but you would look at this guy and like this guy's fucking got something man like put him in a feud real quick what are you doing then a few months rolls by and you're like this guy's fucking garbage 
Like the barbarian, what a tough ass dude, man. But the problem was, like the the barbarian's career just went nowhere. Thankfully, thankfully he picked it up in WCW and started winning titles. You know what I'm saying? Well, tag team titles. But I mean, you could say the same for Haku. But the thing was, Haku was king of the ring. He won it from Duggan, but he was still king of the ring. Haku was tag team champion with Andre the Giant. So you can't say what the fuck does Haku keep wrestling for, like entertainment-wise or whatnot. He's not interesting. No, Haku still did his thing in WWF. And then he went to uh, WCW as Ming and freaking started winning more titles. To me, the barbarian in, in the World Wrestling Federation, it's like you see him and you're like... Oh, really, like, unless he's facing Jim Duggan, the Barbarian's losing. So we have, ladies and gentlemen, since 1990, the last 32 years of professional wrestling, in my opinion, the most, but wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, I'm going to replace Barbarian. I just figured out somebody that's more boring than the Barbarian. And his name is Sandman. Now, Sandman, when you want to talk about a boring fucking wrestler, Sandman, in my opinion, is as boring as boring can get. Because the old saying goes, you've seen it once, you've seen it a thousand times. And that's pretty much how every single Sandman fucking match went. Whether it was an ECW, WCW, WWF, wherever. You've seen it once, you've seen it a thousand times. Like, I don't particularly care for any, and I mean any, Sandman match. So, Barbarian, I apologize beforehand, but I have to take you off this list of the top five, my top five most boring wrestlers of all time. Number one, and this is actually number one in a particular order, the most Boring wrestler of all time. Hold on. Steve Blackman. And then Al Snow is also in there. And this is in no particular order to top it off. Al Snow. The Sandman. Uh, who else did I say actually? I, I, I now freaking I'm missing two. <laughs> and then I'm drop my mouse. Alright, here we go. So I had five. So I had Al Snow, I had Sandman, I had freaking Steve motherfucking Blackman. And I had two other people. And I forgot who they were because they were just that boring. Oh yeah, Scotty Riggs. Oh god, how fucking boring are you? And there was one other person and I forgot, but you heard it because they were that boring. I had no particular fucking reason or rhyme for them. But this was Political Disc Radio's top five most boring wrestlers of all time. Well, within the last 32 years. <laughs>